Rooted in Americana, Southern Roots Radio showcases the songs, sound, and lifestyle that is uniquely Southern. Southern Roots Radio features the Mealtown sound that connects the storytelling and twang from classic music road, the grit and blues from Beale Street, and the rhythm and soul coming out of the Singing River in Muscle Shoals. In addition to the music and local artists, Southern Roots Radio will highlight lifestyle programs from food, culture, and even sports. Visit southernrootsradio.com to hear the sound and find out how you can listen on your mobile device. Based in Milltown, digging roots across the country and beyond. Southern Roots Radio. Come on in and stay a while. Thank God football is back, right? Hey, this is JP, host of the Southern Roots Football Show. Sometimes the hardest decision is which game to watch. Well, at Society American Oshery on the downtown square in Lawrenceburg, you don't have to worry about that with enough TVs to watch your favorite team wherever they're playing. Now the hardest decision is what to eat and drink. The Society's got you covered there, too. And when the game's over, just turn your chair around and take in the best live music in the area. Sports, food, music. The best of American Noshery all in one place. Society American Noshery on the downtown square in Lawrenceburg. Don't forget about Swanky Southern Nights happening 7 o'clock on Sunday nights, only on Southern Roots Radio. You can download the app for free in the Google Play iTunes Store. It's free. That's right. Just search for Southern Roots Radio, and you can uh, tune in Sunday nights at 7, re-air at 10. Sandwiched in between State Line Blues with Lou Jaton. Little Delta Blues. Uh, great stuff here on Southern Roots Radio. SouthernRootsRadio.com is where you can find out all about it. And don't forget, again, free app, Google Play, iTunes Store. All right, so welcome back in Southern Roots uh, Football Show. Jack, Cord, we've got Wes, we've got Sweet, and we've got uh, Trev uh, as we are uh, inside. Um, I don't know, the Chuck Shack uh, kind of hit me. I like that one. Chuck I, Shack. I, I'm, gonna, I'm saying that twice, Cord. I like that. Make so sure uh, you really enunciate. Really <laughs> That's right. It's <laughs> <laughs> so true. That is so true. The Chuck Shack. So uh, sweet. We think that's uh, that's kind of the uh, leader in the clubhouse. The Chuck uh, Shack. Uh, that's been the best so far, though. Chuck Shack. All right. All right. Uh, it is time for our features, and uh, one thing I know is that uh, our cat of the week will not be wearing crimson, at least not of uh, the Alabama uh, type. As uh, it is time for our cat of the week, here is our ball for life, Wes Brown. Picked off by Wes Brown, and Brown, his final play is a collision here at home, scores a touchdown. That's the way you finish off senior night if you're Wes Brown. We talk about the ultimate motivator. We talk about building a culture. We talk about flipping a roster in a short amount of period of time. Oversell it, overbelieve it, overachieve it. You down skip it. And that's, that's what this guy's got young. going. And these kids will run through a fucking brick wall. Yep. And hell, I would too right now. Baca, I'm not going to tell you again. Jinx cannot flush the toilet. He's a cat, for Christ's sakes. All right, uh, Wes, uh, as uh, you do every week, we've got uh, Cat of the Week first up. So you get... Uh, First dibs, I guess, on uh, what uh, what you can go with, and there's a lot of options here this week. And uh, what did you see on your birthday week watching football? Well, I'm going to start out in the Northwest. Okay. 
with Bo Nix. Bo Nix, delicious baby. Bo Nix went off this weekend, 400, you know, 12 passing yards, whatever he did. But you know what? Fuck that, JP. This fucking, my segment should be the JD5 of the week. Because it's every motherfucking week. And, and the fact that Let him Bo Nix. The fact that Bo Nix right now today is the betting odds favorite to win the Heisman is a fucking disgrace. Yeah, he's reti- he's retired the cat of the week. You win it like three times and you retire the trophy. So, I, yeah. I mean, obviously the JD five of the week. I like it. Six hundred and six yards, two hundred something on the ground. Nobody's the, ever done that. The, the motherfuckers, re- uh, he's insane. Ever. So I mean, you got to start with him, and then you go to Thomas and your neighbors. And like, it's, <clears> we're beating a dead fucking horse in my segment every week, but. The, <laughs> Who else is doing what he's doing? No fucking body. Okay? Next dude, I, uh, you got to go to Cody Schrader. Got to go to Cody Schrader. 200-something yards on the ground, another 100-something through the air. We couldn't tackle the motherfucker. It, he's, he put on a performance that he'll, for, he'll remember for the rest of his life. And rightfully so, good on that kid. Fuck Eli Drinkwitz. <laughs> Lastly, and this is going to go to this. Nerd. <laughs> Nerd. <laughs> Lastly, the team award for me watching college football was seeing Central Florida shit all over Oklahoma State. Oh, man. What an absolute beatdown. How'd you like those face, face, nuts, face U man. uniforms? Beat the fuck out huh? of them, man. That's neat. Yeah. Space U. Gus yeah. Malzahn, they, they gave him a jersey so, in the locker room after the game. I'm not a fan of the uniforms, but I'm all in on <laughs> Wes's team Catherine because that was that was a beatdown. I mean, absolute ranked team, non ranked team, what Malzon's got going down there. That was phenomenal. But take pride in your colors, man. I mean, have some yeah. accent in it, you know? Those, those, was it light blue, teal or something? It's fucking teal. Well, <laughs> it's not, I mean, it's not cool. It's not as cool as Tulane teal. Listen, it was, it was Veterans Day. And I so they, they went with the armed service. Which is respectable. Well, aren't yeah. you a dick? What a fucking comic. JP, got a, that was got rough. A got a communist <laughs> over here. Absolutely rough coming what in. Dick. Sorry, Trev. Trev yeah. hates the troops. Oh. It's a <laughs> Sheesh, man. And last thing I want to say. Last thing I want to say. God bless America. <laughs> Strike up Lee Greenwood. Come on, I'm this switching gears. I'm still on my soapbox last thing I'm going to say about my JD5 award of the week throw out the goddamn records of the Heisman Trophy race it doesn't make a fuck like this dude what, what, was, what would LSU be without, without Jane Davis let me tell you this Witt said it last week filling in for you he said talking about the same thing went through the whole middle road spill everything and he said I'm going to tell you this if JD5 does not win the Heisman they need to change the name of it to the best player in the country on the best team. Yeah, that's what it's been. And, and Agreed, he yeah. was exactly right on it. No question. Uh, hopefully that Keep will going, continue. Yeah. <laughs> hopefully that will continue. Um, we obviously are, are fans here at Southern Roots Football Show of JD5, and rightfully so. All right. Uh, yep, the JD5 award. Uh, I like it. Uh, there it is. I'm getting a little tighter. My shoulders bowing out a little bit after all that LSU talk. We're <laughs> <laughs> doing some push-ups in the back. <laughs> my sweatpants are my sweatpants are getting a little tighter after all that JD five talk. Do you, do, you, do, you un, do you untie untie the drawstring there? All right, I'm I'm going to save you here, Cord. I kept saying, do what we do, do what we do, do what we do. That's why you do what we do. That's why you do what you do. You keep doing what you do. Do what you do. Do what you do. Do what we do. Trust it. Do what you do. 
Trust it. Trust it. So I was, I've gotten I was so fucking drunk in that segment. I was It's a solid intro. It's not as good as chords, but it's a solid I'm intro. Right. JP's actually adding it down for me. He's like, yeah, yeah. It is I, I noticed that, JP. Don't. A little, little artificial intelligence uh, helped out on that one. No. I think, you know, the first one to do it, we talk about it. You know, you find something, you've got that identity, and you believe in it, and you trust, and you go. And, and I think it. Right off the rip, it's got to go to Michigan. Take away the coaching thing, but you're playing a pivotal game in Happy Valley at, at one of the, I mean, one of the tougher environments in college football. And they come out and they do nothing but run the football. They pound the rock. They dominate the offensive line. Right? Um, you know, Quorum goes 26 carries, 145 two tutties. Donovan Edwards, who's another stout back, 10, 10 attempts, 52 yards, and one tutty. Uh, McCarthy gets loose a little bit, but you look at what they're able to do. You talk about bully football. You talk about dominating the line of scrimmage. Bully you talk football. about setting well, the line of scrimmage. That's what Michigan's about, man. That's what I thought Michigan and Notre Dame going into this year were those two teams. That was that identity. Hold on. If you keep Notre talking, Sweet, Sweet's going to have to go off, off to of in a room by himself. And you look at what Michigan's able to do. I already do. got my sweatpants off, Terry <laughs> It is. It's true, man. It's good. It's good stuff. And, and you can't argue it. They come out, they do what they do, and they continue to win doing their brand of football, running their brand of football. And it, and it's fun to watch. I, I wish they embraced the villain role a little bit more like we talked about earlier in the segment. But, man, it, it, they're going to run over some people. I mean, it's coming. Ohio State's in for in, in for a battle, and when they get in that playoff, they're going to be a tough matchup with your Georgias, with that offensive front and what they're able to do. I'm all um, in with them, man. <laughs> just a random do what we do off the cuff right here. I've seen it happen while we've been going is the NCAA is going to do what they do, man. James Madison gets cut off, well gets done. denied their appeal um, to be able to be bowl eligible their first year at D1. They've got a chance Fucking to be 10-0, and 0, win their conference, be some belt champions, and they're saying, nope, hey, we're going we're gonna to deny that. I hate that for those seniors and those kids that's worked their ass off through that program, built it up from those levels, got their rings they have, but they've stepped up. They've dominated that D1 competition, and the NCAA steps in and do what they always do, and they screw shit up. Well, there, there's a chance if there's not 82. They have to have a dropout. Fully they have qualified. Have, yeah, they can that? fill in for a – for a unqualified, but they can't even compete in the Sun Belt Championship at yeah, this point. That's bullshit. And, and that's shit. They can't even get ranked in the college football can playoff. Can tell yeah. me why that rule is? Because like, it's the NCAA. They do what they do, man. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They suck. But nobody can tell no, you why. They can't tell you why. It's some bylaw from the 1960s, the and that's what they're doing. Yeah, I mean, it's a joke. If you make that jump and you're playing that competition. You make that leap. Listen, more times than not, you're going to get your ass kicked week in, week out, right? You pull out a win, hey, we got our first FBS win, first D1 win. This is phenomenal. We're rolling on. These guys are good. They're going to be undefeated. They have rolled through their competition, and the NCAA Dude, is stepping in and taking away from what these kids and coaches <clears throat> have worked for. It's trash, man. They make it about themselves instead of about the kids and about the programs, and that's a problem. Well, it's an archaic rule, and it was made in a different time, in a different setting well, we're of college football. in a football. different time, I know, a different that's what I'm setting. Saying. And, and the fact that they went ahead and denied the yeah, appeal they, is the problem. They continue to they do refu- what they do. They refuse to and adapt. Fuck shit up. That's yes. right. Yep. Yeah. I tell you what, um, I think the two most spot on do what we do is all season long for you right there. Michigan well, I running it. and NCAA. But he had to find a way spot to bring on. up Notre Dame in that. 
I mean, I said it was God. from the. Well, he did say he season. thought that's what Notre Dame. Was <laughs> Thank you, Wes. I mean, he is he spot still on. thinks they can. <laughs> they can't. No, <laughs> they lost to Dabo. Douchebag. No, but how pissed off is the NCAA that College Game Day is going to James Madison? I, I, think, I think it's fantastic. I think it is fantastic. Though. Yeah, no, I but you're right. Yeah, McAbee's going to have a blast, man. Oh, but what if it what if what if it was this year with the twelve team playoff where you have the automatic you know group of five team that gets into that college football playoff and you have an undefeated James Madison and then the NCAA steps in and says no 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 just because we made this rule long long ago and we're 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 giving off our rules now right we got nil we got all this other stuff coming <laughs> right. up and we're just gonna say nope we're gonna hold our guns of all the to rules this to one? keep yeah come on man yeah. it's trash and I hate it for those kids I hate it for that I hate it for that program. I hope they keep building on the success that they've had and they have this year, and I, ha- I hope they come back with a vengeance next year. Well, it just goes, to, pro- goes to prove that uh, you know you get a program top to bottom, a university, a community that buys into something like that, you can be successful. It's all about buying, especially in today's world. Now, I don't think this could have happened 15 years ago in the transition. I mean, you you look at uh, what everybody else has gone through to get up there. There's no way that they could compete, and there was a reason for that rule, but not now. Yeah. Because transfers, yeah. you can make a difference quick. But right. when you're rolling with the BCS, it was it was a different animal. It was a different yeah. world. I mean, and that's the thing. Okay, yeah, sure, I get that. Take it out of the computer. But now you've got a chance to, for things to dictate on the field and the yeah. NCAA stepping in and affecting that. That's yeah. the issue at hand. And plus you get everybody like on your side. Everybody wants it to happen. Absolutely. Except you. Yep. Absolutely. All right. Uh, fresh off his cold shower after talking Michigan offense. Here's sweet talking. <laughs> get ready for the bleep. He stole that fucking line from me. I did do that during my college years. I get in a two point stance. I just freaking hurled right in front of the defender. Hey, that goes to your offensive line. That goes to your coaches. That goes to you. Talk Quit to blaming me. everybody else. It is your problem. Everybody grabbing out there. Nobody touching. Get grabbing, everybody. Grab, grab, grab. That is just dumb. You look dumb. Hey, I mean, don't hold back, sweet. I mean, Tell me how you really feel. Hey, what, what was his name? Salance it doesn't Hurt. matter what his name is. <laughs> LSU's going to be freaking dogs in the trenches. See, sweet, you <laughs> are a smart man. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey. All right, uh, fighting Skyhawks. Um, by Kaka. the way, yeah, Kaka. Uh, let's see, where are we? Thirteenth in the uh, FCS coaches poll. Only climbing, climbing up. Yeah, soaring. They're soaring, soaring. As only a Skyhawk. Skyhawks can fly, right? Uh, yeah, he wore a, a fighter jacket, so I guess he can fly that that plane up there. That some bitch. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if Sweet says it, I trust it. <laughs> What you got this week? Oh shit! Uh, you know, you know, I'm a little quiet this week. I didn't get to lo- watch a lot of football. I was at the Howard Cohen Invitational in uh, Lebanon, Tennessee. I was loading bars, shaking hands, and kissing babies the whole time. Uh, Thursday but, d- through describe, Sunday. J- tell tell our listeners what exactly this type of event is. I mean, it, it's a Olympic weightlifting. I mean, you, you see, it, it's an Olympic sport. Everybody calls it fucking powerlifting. No, we don't do the bench press or the squat. That's the easy shit. <laughs> All right, we get out there, we do the, the snatch, and we do the clean and jerk, which, I mean, you can uh, make some pretty dirty jokes off of that there, Cord. You know, that's snatch right. and the clean and jerk. I had them. I had them. Yeah, but, but, but you'll only do it once to one of those strong motherfuckers, right? Yeah. 
Yeah, no, I mean, hell, I saw a 40-year-old guy clean and jerk 180 kilos. Put Punch that in your calculator there, Core. That is a metric fuck ton. <laughs> and how much money 180 kilos bring you? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But, uh, you know... <laughs> Core's been playing too much Grand Theft Auto. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> But 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 no, I, it is weightlifting related, but it goes towards all sports, especially football. You got that coach in your life. I talked about it a little bit last year. My my weightlifting coach, uh, Osman Manzanares. He is from Honduras. He's my weightlifting coach out of National Weightlifting Club. Uh, he's in the '92 Olympics in Barcelona. I mean, I owe everything to that guy. But he was competing Friday. This some bitch tore his quad Ouch. off the bone. Ouch. Oh shit! I mean, it, it was a pretty bad injury. Ooh. He he was actually going for a national record whenever it happened. But you know, that's not what we're talking about. Hey, th- this guy. <laughs> he is, man. I, know, I, mean, I know. I know. The effort, though. The, How can we get past that? No, no. To the guy. I'm just I'm I'm making it gru- gruesome for what I'm setting up. This dude went to the hospital, came back two hours later on crutches, coached his athletes, showed up Saturday, coached all his athletes, showed up Sunday, coached all his athletes. That's freaking dedication, man. That's not the shit we talk about that Dabo is showing, RIP Jimbo is showing. I mean, that, that that's the stuff whenever you are an athlete, you're looking for a coach to lead you, to be there for you. Hey, he didn't care about his health. He's like, hey, you know what? I'm going to wake up tomorrow. I'm going to be fine. Who gives a shit how I feel? I'm going to be there for the guys that need me. So, you know, shout out Coach Oz right there. Well done. There you go. That's badass. Round of applause. There you go. Hey. Did he cry at the end and say, this shit's for y'all? Yeah. (laughs) Say a little bit, man. (laughs) No. All right. That's good stuff, sweet. There we go. Is that is that what you got? Is that's that, what uh, I got. That's, that's it. That's, that's strong. It. I like it. All right. Uh, I'm bitch about other stuff, but I'm going to leave it at that. That was solid. All right. Let's add a little hot sauce to the show. Yeah. I tweeted it 17 times. Mama, there goes that man again. Deuce chestnut. Go chestnuts roast on a damn open fire somewhere. If it's short yardage, get your ass under center and play big boy football. Write DBU on a piece of paper. Fold it up. Lock it up and put it away. Because right now, LSU, we are not... D-B-U. Cord, I'm sorry, but you know what they say. You can't spell LSU without the L, baby. I'm a dumbass. <laughs> I mean, you can't be that dumb, Cord. I mean, damn, go send me that LSU shirt, and I'll wear it if Cord ain't going to stick up for his boys <laughs> over here. You guys are f***ing <laughs> mean. What's <laughs> <laughs> medulla oblongata? I guarantee. All right. Uh, speaking of hot sauce, Cord, I'm curious. I haven't asked you this. As the uh, resident um, uh, Louisiana Cajun, whatever, you know, um, all things uh, Louisiana food. Yeah, South Mississippi. <laughs> hey, I've been what, here for 17 years. Now. What bottle of hot sauce are you grabbing first? You season your food well enough, you don't have to grab a bottle of fucking hot you sauce. You don't put hot sauce on anything? Nope. You put, But that's part of your seasoning, is it not? Don't you no, put hot sauce in your gumbo eh, or? Eh, may a little little Louisiana. Little That's what I'm asking. That, when not you for the most part, I just I'm not a big I'm not a big hot sauce guy. I tell you what, I, I I'll send you guys the brand. I forget it's a it's a local one that was uh, made right here in the incubator at LSU. Um, 
they don't use vinegar. They have like five different flavors, and they're all base. One's base, a rum base. One's a vodka base. One's a whiskey base. Those are actually fucking Ooh, wow. good. Uh, I like those. Yeah, I'm gonna send y'all. A link Only y'all would turn in a, a fucking a hot sauce. Cra- into craft hot yes, sauce. Sir. Yeah. <laughs> it was, yes sir. Craft hot sauce. Yes sir. Boutique hot sauce. Right, oh, um, shit. So, all right, what are you cutting the cord? This, this one, this one's not going to be as fun as normal because I'm pissed off. Let's go here. Speak for yourself. Let's go here first. Let's go Iowa. My boy Brian Ferentz looking like June Jones out there and putting up 22 points in a game. Let's fucking go, baby. Averaging 19. Is, is he wearing a lay? 19 a game. Now. Is he wearing yeah. a lay? Yeah. I mean, just slinging the ball over the field. He's putting up 22 points and the game still went under 27 and a half. Ah. Oh, I know, right? Gotta love it. Uh, I could get on the scheduling. I don't want to. I don't want to get on that. There's this stuff for another day. Um, we will laugh at Ole Miss because it's official. The first team, the only team in the SEC West to not make Atlanta. And so now the divisions are going over, we can get on that. But let me get on the people that pissed me off the most this past weekend. These motherfuckers will talk like they're the best fans in college football, and right now they fucking suck. LSU fans, I'm talking to you. Who? It was 17 14 at fucking halftime. I come back from the bathroom, sit down in my seat, grab a beer to watch the game, and the half the stadium's fucking in. What? You got a generational type player that won't that has two more games to wear your uniform for certain. This guy is fighting for a Heisman. These kids are out there busting their ass. And I don't get I, there's always a fucking excuse. It's always weather. It's always I gotta beat the traffic. It's always gotta do something. I've told y'all I've shit on Tiger Stadium here recently in the last couple of years and told you it's becoming too corporatizing. It's coming and all this. But I be god dang. If I look up in a fucking 17-14, one of your biggest rivals, a team you've played every single fucking year, is your, you're not guaranteed to play them again, and you come out, and that stadium's half fucking empty, by the third quarter, you're up 10, and I, 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 half's probably a little exaggeratory, but by the fourth quarter, it was half empty. And it's fucking pathetic. But they'll get on Twitter, oh, we're the best fans in the nation. We're the loudest. We're the most ruckus. Yeah, no shit when your team's undefeated or if when Alabama's in town, maybe you are. But other than that, get fucked. That shit pissed me off more than anything. Oh. That kid's out there busting his ass, busting his ass to win a Heisman. Puts up 606 fucking yards, and you can't fucking stay around to watch that. You're fucking pathetic. And any of you out there that listen, I know there's some that listen. If you want to text me and bitch at me or tweet at me at Cordless13, <laughs> I don't give a fuck because LSU fans Jeez. this past weekend were fucking pathetic. Send all your hate mail to at R A N C E. That was that one's been on the mind. I put that I put that in the mind as soon as the second half started the other night. This this segment was gonna get a little rowdy, but that shit it it was pathetic, guys. I, I'm serious, and I couldn't see obviously I couldn't see under from where I sit uh, the east side, but the west side was sad. The the end zones were sad. The student section. Sad. It just. It just all has become. I, is it? I mean, let me ask you this, Gordon. I mean, it's an honest question. I mean, we seen it when we were down there, and Tennessee was up. Yes, but it was. It was a mass exodus as soon as it, they thought the game was over, and it was yeah. early in the third quarter. And it's like one of those things. Is is it? Is it from nineteen? Is it from saying, okay, hey, we're supposed to be the best team. We're supposed to be this. We're supposed to win every game, or. Like no. what is it? Well, I mean, where are you at? I mean, with it's, it right it's now? I mean, it's been it's been. It's are you been are they like going to the bars years. and watching it, or is it just no? It's no, it's get home. It's beat. It's beat the trap. I mean, you you the Tennessee game was a different 
um, aspect with it being, you know, 11. It was and, packed and at 11 o'clock, though. I mean, it, yeah, it was. Then, yeah, it was it a was great for, atmosphere. For, I mean, it was a great atmosphere game, the entire was, time for us. But, I mean, literally the first half, yeah. it was packed. It was a beautiful sight. Yeah. A lot of orange in yeah. there, but it was it a beautiful just, sight. And they, it's, it's, it's like as soon as they got down, they did. us, man. Yeah, but you're up. And I don't want to go... I don't. Yeah, exactly. That's bullshit. And, and, it's, and you're up in a you're up in a close game. It's Florida and, and Jaden's cutting up the way he. It, yeah, and it's Florida. You said it it's best. not you got like a generational talent there that you're watching. Yeah, it's, it's not it's like you're playing game. Georgia State. Yeah, you're playing. If you're playing Georgia State, and you're 17, 14. You're like, fuck this. Yeah. I'm getting out. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, but go watch Florida, the second half somewhere else, man. You know, do you like, think it's oh more of the students that are coming into LSU, or do you think it's your 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 money guys, your older guys? Yes, that used to be everybody's bitch. All the students say, students say, students say. I'm like, fuck that. I'm sitting. This ain't no. This. I'm sitting fucking mid midfield right now. I'm looking across and I'm seeing half the. I'm not even looking at the student section. Half the damn stadium's gone. It, it was just. It was pathetic, man. And it's. I don't know. We went to. We went to lunch yesterday with a with a local radio personality that we sponsor here in town, and 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 we we were we talked about. The, this. And we we're just like, when did this start, man? And, and it's, I told him, I said, dude, it's, it's been longer than y'all think. But everybody just, they remember, it's so easy to remember Alabama 2012 when Scott Van Pelt goes on radio and, and, and t- says it's the greatest sporting thing he's ever seen. Or, or everybody remembers, you know, Bama 2010 and, or, or, or let's see, Auburn or 2011 or, or, or this team then. But it's one or two games a year now. You know, and it's it's that's what it's turned into, and and it's the at home the at home experience is so much better. Now the city has there's there's multiple factors. It's the university hasn't done any favors. The city hasn't done any favors when you expand the stadium, fifteen thousand people, but the infrastructure stays the same. It does suck getting in and out of those games, but dude, you're watching Jaden Daniels just cut up, put his I mean just get hit hit after hit after hit was concussed a week ago and comes out and puts 606 fucking yards up and half the stadium was not even there to watch it it was fucking pathetic man yeah Gord, you, you haven't seen talent you haven't seen talent but like that but they'll get on fucking twitter and just yeah i was just going to say you haven't seen talent like that in in Baton Rouge since, since uh, the gray ghost yeah huh you know your history right I, mm. Yeah. Cord? No. Thought, hold on. Hold on. Great hold on. goes. Isn't that, isn't that his name? What? Back in the 60s, beat Ole Miss on Halloween night with the uh-huh. punt return. Joe Burrow. Come on, Billy Four yeah. years ago. <laughs> <Billy Cannon. laughs> that's I've never that's heard Billy Cannon. Like, I, I, know know never, I thought you were talking about <laughs> Billy Cannon. Yeah, I thought you were ghost. talking about Billy, but I've never heard I mean, he was our He was our last. Yeah. That was 1958 when he. Yeah. I'd uh, never heard him called that. I am Cord's thoughts. What the fuck you talking about, JP? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. it's, uh, I was. That's it's a, a weekly thing from. Uh, I mean, I was. I was at first. Like I thought about? you were going to say Joe, and then. Yeah. Oh, I'm, I got to look that up now. I got to look that up because uh, Billy can't. That's exactly who I was talking about. Him called that to be honest with you. All right, uh, yeah. I'm going to. By the way, I'm Cord, go I thoroughly enjoyed that cut the cord, man. It was good. I, Front of our stadium. I will tell you this is just from our experience down there, going down there and talking about it, it was my first trip to Baton Rouge when we did last year, and all I've heard is it's comparable to Neyland, right? And, and how electric it was. And it was the atmosphere and everything, absolutely phenomenal. But that's got I guess as a home fan with you, you know, we make it in Knoxville one or two times a year, then we pick a road game, we go, may go to a bowl game, but you being there close and you see it week in, week out. 
you, I mean, it's got to be, you know, you got used to the Burrow thing in 19, and you have COVID where it's nothing, and you come out of it, and it's just like nobody's nah. showing up. It was before that. It's just, it's just what it is. It's, it's, it's a mixture of all kinds of stuff. The, the at-home the at home experience is so much better than it used to be. You know, you can get every game on TV without pay-per-view. I will second that. <laughs> And it's all in 12K but we also, and yeah, we all live that shit. You can, you can just watch everything. Right. It just, I'm just saying, like, because the stadium was fucking, it was the week, first off, it was the weakest tailgate that I've ever put on. We never had more really? than 25, 30 people there. But the stadium at kickoff was fucking rocking. I, just, what just blows my mind is everybody left early in a 17, 14 game. Yeah, yeah may, maybe just because um, uh, it was on Halloween night and it was a muddy night and it yeah. was covered in mud. And I think uh, I think one, maybe one of the journalists or announcers mentioned that he was uh, he ran like a gray ghost uh, down the sidelines. I don't know. Okay, I, I've go. never heard that. I'm not saying that you're wrong, but it was definitely it definitely was on Halloween. There you go. All right, uh, play them every year. Good man. deal. All right, uh, well well done, well done. Um, cut the cord and uh, yeah, shout ch- out ghost. <laughs> Shout out that cord cutting though, man. Challenge, that's a good challenge. One. Those guys, I like it. All right, uh, hey, coming up, we got our uh, trip to Alumniville, a hefty one, and our pick six. That's right, it's all straight ahead. Southern Roots football show from the Chuck Shack. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God football is back, right? Hey, this is JP, host of the Southern Roots Football Show. Sometimes the hardest decision is which game to watch. Well, at Society American Oshery on the downtown square in Lawrenceburg, you don't have to worry about that with enough TVs to watch your favorite team wherever they're playing. Now the hardest decision is what to eat and drink. The Society's got you covered there, too. And when the game's over, just turn your chair around and take in the best live music in the area. Sports, food, music. The best of American Noshery, all in one place. Society American Noshery, on the downtown square in Lawrenceburg. Rooted in Americana, Southern Roots Radio showcases the songs, sound, and lifestyle that is uniquely Southern. Southern Roots Radio features the Mealtown sound that connects the storytelling and twang from classic music row, the grit and blues from Beale Street, and the rhythm and soul coming out of the Singing River in Muscle Shoals. In addition to the music and local artists, Southern Roots Radio will highlight lifestyle programs from food, culture, and even sports. Visit southernrootsradio.com to hear the sound and find out how you can listen on your mobile device. Based in Milltown, digging roots across the country and beyond. Southern Roots Radio. Come on in and stay a while. Southern Roots Football Show. And I want to thank our uh, friends at uh, Society American Nostry for uh, taking care of us uh, last season, this season. And I'm sure into the future. To that point, JP. Yes. Hey. Hey. We preached on Fly Fests. Yeah. Did you go? I, I, I went. I, I, day, I was, I was Saturday. working. Yeah. How was it? Phenomenal. Yeah. Absolute. I mean, it was it was super cool. Great event. Um, 
great turnout, but be right there on the tarmac. Planes coming in, planes going out. Oh, wow. Got the band playing. Um, phenomenal event, man. They're going to keep it going, so be on the lookout for that next year. Did you uh, take a ride? Didn't take a ride. Nope. Got no, back a little they, late on the ride. Did they have helicopter or airplanes? Airplanes. Some airplanes. Some little, I mean, different ones, but I mean, it was, it was, it was cool. It was a cool atmosphere. Cool event. Fly Fest uh, 2023. Look for it for uh, coming up in 2024. Brought to you by Society American Austria. By the way, um, uh, they got merch too, uh, sweet. They got merch. They got merch. <laughs> We're going to have merch Shout eventually one day. I got merch. Yep, Sweet and Street. That was 2017. I mean, maybe... Check maybe. out our YouTube channel and our conspiracy theories. And have <laughs> I mean, maybe I just sell my T-shirts and that'll be our merch. There we go. Portion of it goes back to the cat backers. Hey, everybody wins. <laughs> there we go. There we go. kilos in the shirt. You know? There you go. All right. All right, uh, we've got one return over. We got our pick six coming up, uh, <laughs> so stay tuned for that. Uh, still have a tight race uh, in our picks this uh, this year, and uh, but we do have a trip to Alumniville coming up in just a little bit. Uh, but don't forget our our friends at the group of five guys, and uh, check out uh, their picks every week and their show Tuesday nights live on YouTube and Saturday mornings live at uh, ten a.m as they get you ready for the best group of five games each week and often are on location. Group5guys.com, you can check them out, and uh, our friends there at group5guys.com. All right, uh, let's get into our alumniville, and we will uh, kick things off with a trip to Down. Fucking right. Tennessee, UT Martin, the fight Skyhawks. <laughs> Play that shit, The JP. boys are climbing. 41-14 winners over SEMO. And uh, they move up to number 13 in the FCS coaches poll. Up three spots. Right behind Austin P. by the way, at 8-2. Do they play this hey, year? Hey, hey, you're missing the most important part. What's the most important Clinch, part? the OVC Big South Championship I with am. that. There you go. I mean, that Fuck is yeah. that is right. back to back to so back. So, three P. Is that, so, does that... First um, three not ever. one, not two, but three. Is this an outright or is this outright. a co? So, so, they, so that's an automatic bid. Yeah, that, that's a... So, that, they're in the playoffs. That's a get fucked playoff committee. That's a get fuck. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> That's good uh, <laughs> go Skyhawks. All right, hey, uh, you got um, going to Sanford. Sanford. Yeah, yeah, Birmingham. Sanford. That's a beautiful. That's a nice little spot for a football. Yeah, game. I got a. I got a former uh, kid I used to train. Uh, he's actually at Sanford, but uh, he's about to take that ass whooping this week. Hey, Skyhawks, <laughs> Skyhawks continuing the climb. Let's go. There you go, flying high. The Skyhawks. Uh, hey, Trev, they do what we do. That's they right. do what they do. They fly high. There you go. Hey, 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 no, no, play the music again, oh. JP. There you go. No, pound of the fucking rock. Proud of the boys. I mean, that they dominated the line of scrimmage that entire game. Uh, my old line coach actually posted some uh, videos, man. I mean, it, they were setting the line of scrimmage two yards on the defensive side. I mean, shout, shout out the boys in the blue and orange. I mean, it was good shit to see. They're the Michigan of the <laughs> FCS division, uh, they, right? You're damn right. <laughs> Hey, play that play my music again, JP. Maybe my favorite intro from here on out. That's good stuff, sweet. All Where's right. Dion when I'm in? Uh, yeah. play, play my, my theme music, music, JP. 
All right, hey, we got some theme music uh, for the borough. Tre- uh, Cord's favorite town in Tennessee. I love that place. The borough, baby. Hey, uh, 40 to 6 winners over the Panthers of FIU Saturday afternoon. How about that? Solid win. There we go. Little, hey, uh, not little giving up. No late, bowl game. Finish, no bowl finish game. strong. That's finish right. Strong. Finish strong. Play the string out like a champ. And, uh, hey, we got uh, another game at home uh, at Johnny Red Floyd Stadium. Saturday afternoon, 1 o'clock, ESPN Plus. A middle favored by 7.5 over UTEP. The Miners coming in. Long road trip east. So, uh, looking forward to that. A uh, little uh, breakfast with the Raiders Saturday morning. Always a good time. Yes. All right. Uh, let's see if we can get some fans. Uh, oh, my God. If they're oh. not showing up for the second half of Florida, what the hell are they going to do for Georgia State? But uh, the Tigers, the Fighting Tigers, coming off a 52-35 win against Florida. And Jaden McDaniels with an all-timer, an all-timer uh, performance. Uh, 7 o'clock, it is another night game, though, uh, Cord. Uh, 31-point favorites. By the way, uh, what's uh, you, you got the uh, tailgate menu for Saturday? Yet? Small, small tailgate this weekend, man. Yep. Got some things. Got some things to do during the day uh, that I need to take care of, and so we're gonna we're gonna just do a uh, a couple hours before the game, drop the tailgate literally, and throw a cooler of beer out. Uh, that's all it's gonna be this week. Um, it's it gets it's got some. After this past week, I, I no boot and balls <laughs> or none nothing. This week. Next week, next week we're gonna have a good one. We're gonna have that 11 a.m. breakfast. And then uh, we're going to have a post-game tailgate next week like we did last year for Tennessee. So All right. Good. I mean, if you're LSU and JD5, do you pull them out early nope. or you just you no, just keep that motherfucker? Yes. Say, let, him let, him say, oh, let him eat. Let him eat. Let him eat. We need a Heisman. Let's go. Jeez, the way he glides, I mean, yeah. it's, it's unreal. Looks like he's barely running. Gazelle, like a fucking gazelle. Yes, he gazelle. is a gazelle. All right. Uh, he is not deceptively fast, by the way. No. He is very fucking fast. No. All right. Uh, the balls are in our pick six, so we'll get to Rocky Top coming up in just a little bit. All right. Uh, let us, again, recap what we've got uh, in our picks. Last week, uh, again, uh, we've got uh, Cord five and one, Sweet Wes uh, slash Wit, and yours truly at four and two. Trevor at three and three. Overall, Cord leads away thirty seven, thirty one, and three. Sweet back at thirty five wins. Trev back two more, thirty three, along with yours truly and Wes, just three more back at thirty. So, Cord still maintains the tee box. He's hitting that driver like a JD5 pass, and uh, he leads us off our first game. It's an interesting, um, you know, let's see. We've only got two SEC games. We've got two ACC games. We have a Big 12 and a Pac-12. So we're losing our damn mind. We are spanning the globe. This week, that's a good point. Yes. Um, All right. Uh, Basically took all the head-to-head ACC (laughs) games we have, which is two. Uh, There may be a third one, but it doesn't matter. All right. Uh, So we start with an interesting one in the ACC. Louisville, 10th ranked Louisville, 9-1, 6-1. They travel down to South Beach to take on the Hurricanes. It's 11 a.m. Central. That's noon local. It's on ABC. And the Hurricanes, following their seven-point loss, at Doak Campbell to Florida State. They play tough. Uh, they are a 
0.5 favorites. It's a pick em. Miami technically the favorite by half a point in this one. Cord, you lead us off. 10th rate Louisville, a win here, and I think that clinches the ACC. Uh, I think it does, yeah, because they play Kentucky next week. So that gets them into the ACC championship game against Florida State if they can win this game. It's a pick em. Who you like? I think this game is a prisoner of the moment, and seeing how Miami looked pretty good last week uh, against Florida State, I think this game, I think the wrong team's favorite, even though it really is truly just a pick em. Um, give me the Cardinals of Louisville All right. to uh, run, run away with and eat, win it kind of easily. Okay. All right. Uh, Wes? Yeah, I mean, uh, <clears throat> Miami's not home or not known for a home field advantage, 11 o'clock game. Well, 12 o'clock there. Yeah. Louisville. All Louisville's right. got a lot to play for. Yes, they do. Sweet. I mean, I was hoping I'd, I'd missed something and one of y'all would have brought it up. Somebody's hurt. Somebody has done something, you know, not playing for Louisville this week. Line's I mean, gone that Louisville was favored about a point and a half, uh, yeah, two, like it, two days ago. But uh, I mean, yeah, prisoner of the moment, Miami. You know, have looked good lately. I'm taking Louisville. I mean, come on. All right, sweet going Louisville, Trev. Yeah, I mean, I think it's. I mean, Court said it best. Sweet re- reiterated it with prisoner of the moment. You look at what Miami's done. They've had some close games, and on their close games, they've had some pretty, pretty. Average to good, maybe quarterback play from Tyler Van Dyke. But you look at what Jeff Brom and Louisville's offense been able to do attacking the transfer portal, bringing these guys in. Listen, I like Louisville, they're a good squad, man. They can make some noise against Florida State in the championship. So the fact that this is a half a point, I mean, most of your pickums are two and a half or less, but uh, a true pickum, this is awfully low. Um, taking the Cardinals, man, taking the Cardinals with a lot of confidence. All right, it's Cardinals with an S, by the way, at court. Yes, sir. yes, it it's is. It's not a tree. No, uh, bird, it's not, not a tree. It's a bird. Um, <laughs> is it Louisville with a mess? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, but they got some good uh, bourbon in that motherfucker. Yes, they do. All right, so the Hurricanes, um, you know, this is interesting. Um, I've been, uh, you know, this one started two days ago uh, when I first uh, picked these games. Uh, Louisville was a one-and-a-half-point favorite. This thing has dropped all the way to where Miami is a favorite in this one. So, you know. Take that for what you will. Uh, it just feels like the ACC is, um, you know, just going to kick themselves in the ass. And I think this is the game. Uh, Miami played tough against FSU. And I think uh, I'm just, you know, I'm going to take a Missouri Flyer here, Cord, from last week. Flyer. A Missouri Flyer. I'm going to go with the Hurricanes. Or is I, it I was Ole thinking Miss about No, no, no. I'm choosing. <laughs> I took some flyers this week. This I'm choosing. Missouri wasn't one of them. <laughs> I'm, I'm choosing a Missouri, Missouri Flyer. Uh, and uh, I, I, I've been leaning on the Hurricanes all week, and I'm going to stick with it, especially now that I saw the rest of you fools go with the Cardinals thinking that they're going to win. So we'll see what happens. All right. Hey, we will stay in the ACC. Next is 20th ranked North Carolina coming off their double overtime winning against Duke. Anybody watch that, by the way? Yeah. Anybody catch any of that? Exciting game. Um, North Carolina gets the win, and uh, they move to 8-2, and 4-2 and two Clemson. Looking good. And how about this? 23 North Carolina at Clemson. Clemson favored by six and a half. Now, this was eight, I think, earlier in the week. So it's come down just a little bit. Uh, Wes, you start us off six and a half. Clemson, the favorite at home. No, I'm about to do some weird shit here. Oh, boy. Man. Like, Clemson, the last two home games have looked really good. They're at home, 230. North Carolina has not impressed me, man. I'm going Clemson at home. 
All right. I you love Dabo. Let's go with the. I'm just saying, with purple North Carolina and orange does not look very impressive. All right, sweet. I mean, shit, I, I was over here sitting thinking, man, I'm going to blow everybody's mind. I'm going to take Clemson and say everything <laughs> yeah, no. that Wes just said and he's beat me to it. So. <laughs> you like Clemson too? I like Clemson. All right. I, the weird I, shit's only beginning. I, yeah, yeah, I mean, it's it's a fucking dabbo. I mean, I don't know what the fuck's going Tyler on. Tyler from Spartanburg, baby. I, whatever. All right, Trev. I mean, as, previ- <laughs> as previously stated in past podcast, you know, episodes, I- I'm a big Dabo guy, man. You know, I love me <laughs> some know, Dabo. Trust me, we know. Piss on that song, uh, bitch. Here's the thing. They are playing well with the have, He doesn't I, have I Jimbo feel, to, to pull that I little don't uh, feel racket. confident in what North Carolina's been able to do. They haven't looked good. Clemson has looked good. Defensively, they've looked more than they've looked great, honestly. Their front seven is borderline elite right now in their last four games. But with a six and a half point spread, I think Drake May is able to keep it close. Um, I, I was kind of on the fence. The fact they went the first two with Clemson, give me give me the Tar Heels to cover. It's going to be tight at the end. I think I think May can't lose the turnover battle, and it's going to be close late. Courts, I'm going to call that a back end compliment to uh, Wes and Sweet. Some might call that a back end compliment, but I don't know. I just it's a good analysis. Yeah. All right. Uh, I don't know what you're calling me, but I've been called worse. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, I like the fire that Tyler from Spartanburg has lit uh, under Dabo, and uh, they're playing well. And, and I agree that with Wes that North Carolina has not impressed me either. Uh, they've just been getting by. I think uh, they're going to be a little um, dazed after their double overtime win against a rival Duke. Uh, and it was their final home game, too, of the year. So that was Drake May's swan song at uh, at, at his home stadium. I think Clemson's um, back to more of the uh, the other stock? death belt. The other stock? death belt. I bought a little bit last week. I did. Um, Don't call it the other death belt. Fuck. The other, the other death valley. Like I didn't call it just death valley. valley. Well, well, well uh, apparently it is the <laughs> death <laughs> valley after you cut the cord segment. That's true. That's true. Yeah. yeah. I said it. I said all right. It. Yeah. All right. You said it. And what, Name, what say you now uh, picking North Carolina and Clemson? Minus six and a half Clemson. This is one that I didn't have circled, and I was hoping I was going to get to go solo on this one, but fucking Trevor fucked it up. Just like I always. Uh, give, me, give me the Tar Heels. Me By the, the way, so I've heard you talk about one you didn't have circle or circle. What, what's your... What are you talking about? Give us a little insight to your circling or no, not I circling I games. I sit down about 10 minutes before you send me my, uh, my email links to join you guys. Yep. And I write the games down, and I just start looking at how I like them. And a lot of them I can just say, hey, I like this. I, I don't like this. And, all I, and every every week there's a game or two where I'm just like, what the fuck? There's two of them this week. Hey, he's just trying to pick up a game against me. That's all it the is. What the fuck when Virginia beat North Carolina and then Georgia Tech beat him the next week? You talking about that North yeah. Carolina team? That's a yeah, what I the know. fuck. Exactly. You know that. That's what I'm <laughs> and then they're going to go into a hostile yeah, environment? No. Fuck out In of here. In the Death Valley. The Death Valley. The Death Valley. Dabo's going to run down the hill. Fucking yeah. khakis. Khakis. All That's right. what I'm saying. Are you you have that much to pick this game? Because I can't, I can, I can't. You can't sit in and tell me you have, have that much confidence in Clemson. Yes, they've looked better the last two weeks, but fuck, they've looked like shit most of the year. I mean, this game fucking sucks. That's a big line. I, I don't know. 
so Tar Heels, and I'll just get stuck, get stuck riding with Trevor. All right, so <laughs> Drake May, Tess so, Walker, and that's big not playability. A Let's go. That's so, not a backhanded compliment. That's just saying you suck. So, so you don't circle games <laughs> that you don't have a clear winner at the at the first gut. It's like the Hall of Fame conversation. If J- you say JP's a player, just feeling better about his pick right now. That's all yeah, I'm hearing. Okay. Yeah. All right. Hey, uh, let's go to the Big Twelve. <laughs> let's go to the Big Twelve. And uh, seventh ranked Texas, uh, they are nine and one, and six and one in Big Twelve play, and they are leading that conference. So they travel to uh, Ames, Iowa, uh, to take on Iowa State. The Cyclone six and four, five and two. It's seven o'clock Central, which is uh, local Iowa time. It's on Fox. Texas seven and a half point favorites on the road, but without their leading running back who's hurt for the remainder of the season. Uh, so, one, two, three. Tr- uh, yeah, sweet. Start us off here. I mean, this is the game I didn't want to start off with. I didn't have a circle cord. Uh, exactly. <laughs> Thank you. It was these past two. I'm sitting here I have no fucking idea. No, give me, give me Texas on this. I mean, yeah, you, you the running back's down, but, I mean, the – I feel like that is a position you can have somebody step up and uh, be productive in it. I mean, you not lose the game. Uh, I mean, I don't like the points right here, but you know, Iowa State really hadn't showed you anything to to, to warrant Texas not covering that much. So I'm going to take Texas. All right, so we going with the, the Longhorns this uh, is, trip. This is definitely one where if Sweet was coming up behind me, he would have took Iowa State 1,000 percent. Iowa State with Texas the last two or three years has been close games. It's been a battle, right? Iowa State has rushed for over 150 yards four out of their last five games. The offensive line is rolling sweet. The big boys up front are feeling it. They're feeling it. They're going to be able to set that tempo at home in front of a ruckus crowd. They got something that – there's nothing for them to lose. They have everything. All they're going to do is send Texas out of the Big 12 with another L – it's going to be tight at the end, but seven and a half is a lot. Give me the run game. And give me the Cyclones, man. All right. I'm taking the Hogs in the run game up front. Let's go. Uh, Trev going with the Cyclones there. Uh, you know what, uh, Trev? I um, I agree 100% with what you just said. I'm going with the Cyclones for all those same damn reasons. Uh, Texas may win, but I do think it will be close. It's been close. And the Big 12 is just all over the place there this really year, is. right? It's all over the yep. place. And there's there's something about a little extra karma happening with these teams that are leaving and coming and going. And, and there's something poetic that might happen if Texas loses to uh, to an old school team like Iowa State. There's something about a team that rushes for 150 yards yeah, plus, JP. Too. Tell them, sweet. I mean, if it was a JD5 rushing for 200 yards, I'd worry about it, but I'm hammering down Go on ahead, Texas preach, right now. Dog. <laughs> All Go right, ahead, Cord. preach. Cord, who do you like here? Iowa State lost to the Ohio Bobcats this season 10-7. to Again, one of those games. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Quinn Ewers just coming back. Uh, is he going to be a little rusty? That's a lot of points. Give me a fight in Seneca Wallace's. I'll take the house. I, I Seneca Wallace. Wow. Long. Old school. Solid. Old school. Seattle Seahawks. I like it. Seneca Wallace. Well done. Anybody like a sign. Right. The most uh, <laughs> unaims kind of guy you could imagine. All right, uh, Wes. I, I mean, I did not see this coming. I was going to Iowa State the entire time. And now there's fucking four of us on one. 
I'm going Iowa State. <laughs> Let's go. Like, uh, wow, I mean, sweet. like you said, JP, that Picking up the Big the 12's all over the place. Yep. You're at Iowa State at it night. Just screams, it, it, it screams. It screams at UCF over upset Oklahoma or State. Right, a close, yeah. tight yeah. game at seven and a half. Exactly. I'm going to go Iowa State. Yeah. That hook hurts. Yeah, yeah and, I think and Texas, Texas gets the dub. And they, you know, they lose their, their running back. I mean, come on. They, and, and they've been teetering the last couple of weeks, too, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. They've been teetering. All right. Uh, we move to the Southeastern Conference for this one, and it is the Florida Gators. Uh, they are traveling to Como to take on the ninth-ranked Missouri Tigers. Mizzou 11.5-point favorites to this one, 6.30 Central. That is Mizzou time on ESPN. Prime time for the Mizzou Tigers after the big win over Tennessee. Trev, start us off. I, this is – this is a tough one from a point standpoint. 11 and a half. 11 and a half. That's the only a, reason I picked it was because of the points. It's a lot of points. Because otherwise, I'd, yeah. You're coming off. Mizzou's going to win. I mean, I, I think so. I don't think that is even in question. But you look at, you know, Florida coming off hanging 35 on LSU in a half-empty Death Valley. Can they score? Can they continuously score? I, I don't know. But I think that Missouri's building on something. That's a huge win for them in Como last week. They did it without Brady Cook and Luther Burden and doing what they do best is attacking the edges and being able to throw the ball downfield. I think they get back to that with Brady Cook this week, and I think they win. I think they win, and I think they cover. All right, Trev going with the Tigers. I hate it, but um, give me Missouri. Yeah, you know what? It's, they've, they've proven that they deserve to be where they are, in my opinion. Uh, time and time again, they played Georgia tougher than anybody. You know, they um, – uh, you know, they almost beat LSU. Uh, they took care of Tennessee last week. Uh, Missouri, you know, it's not a fluke. I don't think it's a fluke. They beat Kansas State. Uh, now they, you know, they they had their problems with Middle Tennessee, only one by four. Yeah. <laughs> Which, by the way, you know, Missouri played, what, all the top D1 schools in, um, or FBS schools in Tennessee. I think this year beat them all, all five of them. I think it was four, four, all four of them. And middle had the closest game, by the way. Just saying. Murfreesboro, baby. Yeah, Murfreesboro. Shout um, out Blue Raiders. Man. Blue Raiders. But uh, just forgot to get up for that one. Yeah, they did. Yeah, that was <laughs> it. Was early. That was early. Wouldn't you forget to get up against the Blue Raiders? All right. Uh, yeah, I like the Tigers. I think they're for real. Get up. Yeah, I think. I think they're for real. I'm. Uh, I'm going with Mizzou. Court. I absolutely love Eli Drinkowitz. Give me the Mizzou Tigers, baby. Fuck Florida. They suck. Yeah, you they. Put up 30, you can only put up 32 against the Tigers, 35 <laughs> against the Tigers. You're fucking trash. If you can't get to 40 against LSU, you fucking trash. That, that's a great point. Hell, Vandy might even be able to score 40 against them. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> let's, let's, come on now. Come on now. All right, Wes. Florida boys ain't going to do well in cold weather. Missouri, let's move on. All right. Sweet. You like a sweet? I mean, I'm going strategic with this. I'm taking Mizzou because everybody else is taking Mizzou. All right. Going to sweep on the Tigers. got two different games on You could be catching them. I could. I could. Yeah, you could have stolen one there, sweet. Uh, I'm not getting greedy there. It's 11 and a half. It's like trying to find a parking spot. You find that first good one, you got to take it. Take it, baby. Take it. You drive around for five hours so you get a spot right <laughs> Is that, is that you, Cord? Yeah, you don't get a body like this parked away. The- 
I'm already in the fucking game by the time you get there. <laughs> All right. Yeah, everybody's leaving. I'll get to LSU. Everybody's already left the game. I'm fucking just now walking in. All right. Uh, we head to uh, the Pacific Northwest in the Pac-12. Pac-2, one of the original Pac-2, if you will, is in this one. That's the home team. Oregon State ranked 11th. DJ Ui Ungalale at quarterback. 8-2, and 5-2. And, and uh, fifth-ranked Washington, Michael Penix and company, are heading into Corvallis, Oregon, to take on the Beavers. This is a uh, 4.30 local time. Out in Corvallis, a nice uh, late afternoon. The sun will start to set uh, there in the Pacific Ocean uh, behind uh, the beautiful orange trees of Corvallis, Oregon. And uh, on ABC primetime, I'm imagining that uh, Chris Fowler, Kirk Herbstreit will have this game as the primetime game on ABC. Fifth-ranked Washington, 10-0, 7-0, 11th-ranked Oregon State, 8-2, 5-2. Oregon State, the Beavers are favored um, two and a half on this one. And so this is to me, right? It is. Two and a half points. Uh, you know, to me, this is the hardest game of the week. And Washington, we've seen a couple of close games. Stanford for one. Uh, USC was a close game. Uh, but their defense has been able to find a way to win. Um, Oregon State, I don't know. There just seems, there seems something poetic about potentially Oregon State winning this one. There just seems something poetic about it. Now, it could completely blow up that whole Pac-12 potential of getting somebody in to uh, the the, uh, the playoffs. But essentially, it's a pick em game. And uh, I don't ooh. I tend to root for the underdogs. And I'm just, I guess I'm going for the underdogs, even though they're favored. I'm going for Oregon State. I like Oregon State here. Court? Yeah, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna take the Huskies, but you won't see a bigger Oregon State fan the next two weeks than than your boy here. I hope I lose this one. Um, I think I'm I, I'm I'm hoping I'm wrong. I'm taking the Huskies, but go ahead, Beavs. Just go ahead and solidify the trophy for JD Five for me these next two weeks. All right, so you're make sure you're going with Washington. Yes, I'm going with Washington to cover. Okay, to cover the two and a half. They're giving they're getting two and a half points yeah. on the road. Fifth-ranked Washington getting two and a half points on the road. All right, uh, Wes? Hey, I've been riding Washington, Michael Penix, all year. And this is the reason why. Knows the order you you did that, yeah. And this is the reason why I'm picking against them, Oregon State. I Mm. think this is a – Washington has struggled lately. They've they've pulled games out. they pulled games out. They have not looked impressive. Yep. Teams are are scoring points on them. Um, I think Oregon State's got a decent – Decent defense enough to slow them down um, on their home turf. I'm going. I'm going to Oregon State Beavers. All right, the Beavers. Sweet. Hey, I like Oregon State. Man, they got. I mean, they, they got some hogs up front. They like to pound the rock. Man, they get up front. They they, they set the line of scrimmage. And this is where the the witch Shelton said. butt comes in. I say Sweet said, "Fuck wow. Iowa State." <laughs> Washington. This is going to be Penix's reason for going over JD5 and everybody's fucking Heisman uh, voting. Wow. I'm taking Washington. This is his moment. This is his Heisman moment. Coming uh, up. I mean, not, not in my eyes, but everybody's going to use it as the... Well, it will be on ABC primetime yeah, and yep, against a uh, top-ranked team. 
I think what Sweet's trying with Washington being the undefeated team, it goes back to what the Heisman is. Yeah. With Penix coming out, what Penix said will do. Listen, two and a half at Oregon State West. You know, I, I I agree with everything you said. I agree with what you said, Sweet, about being able to run the ball and do it. But you can't Michael agree with Penix, both. I can. They both went. They both they they both had solid points. I can't. The difference is is this is going to be a close game down the end. The thing is, is you got Michael Penix. He's going to find ways. He finds special ways to fit balls in tight windows, and he's going to continue to do that. And it, it's he's been hey. fun to watch. Does he? Does he deserve the Heisman over a JD five? Absolutely not. He does not. But. He leads Washington win right there, man. I, I'm telling you, I, I like it. Two and a half. I think it's a field goal game one where the other it's who has the ball last, who drives the who drives it down there, who who can make that, you know, real pivotal drive at the end of the game. My faith is in Michael Penix. I'm taking the Huskies. All right, Trev going with the Huskies. All right. Um, Husky, yes. First one it feels like in uh well, I guess we had North Carolina Clemson had a uh, two three split. Uh, I don't think we had one last week. Parlay Louisville, North Carolina, and Washington. Oh boy. Right okay, all right. Fucked. That gets us to our uh, final game of the week, and that would be number one ranked Georgia, top ranked dogs. That's why they're the top dogs. And back in uh, the college football playoff rankings, top Play spot. Music, JP. You like that? Uh, I'll get to it. Ten and zero coming in this game. They travel to. Uh, the one and only Rocky Top, and that sounds like like this. Jam. It is a 2.30 Central, 3.30 Knox Vegas time. That means CBS. That means Gary Danielson on the call. <laughs> Um, 18th ranked Tennessee, 7-3, coming off their uh, big loss to Mizzou. So, Georgia at Tennessee, 10.0 favorites. It's been a flat 10 all week long uh, for the Dogs. Uh, West will go last, but Cord does start us off on this one. Y'all know how much I love that Rocky Top, baby. But I'm going to be honest, I hate people that bark at folks. But I had no idea their little fucking chant said there's nothing, what is it, nothing better than a drunk, obnoxious Georgia fan. That's absolutely phenomenal line. I've heard that last week for the first time. I didn't know they had that. I don't have to play them every year. Wait, who, who has them. that? Georgia that, or Tennessee? Some uh, Georgia. Some coming down the track. Whatever. That's what I say. I hate people that bark at people, but that, there's nothing finer in the land than a drunk, obnoxious Georgia fan or something to that extent. Oh, okay. Like, what a phenomenal uh, line. Give me the dogs minus ten. I, I That's cannot. good for business. <laughs> every time, every time he says he loves Rocky Top, you know what? He goes against Rocky Top. Yeah, I do. But That's I can't. Okay. I mean, come on. How can you? You can't lay ten points. I mean, you can't. No, no. It's it's ten. I don't see how this line's this close. They bring maybe their hobnail boot to this one. Yeah, maybe I'm wrong. Hopefully, I'm wrong. But I got to go with the Bulldogs here, guys. All right, uh, we will skip West. Get to him uh, later. Uh, sweet. I'm like I'm with Cord. I was kind of surprised to see the line right here being as low as it was. I mean, I kind of expect it to be like we've seen in the past few weeks. I mean, Georgia is rolling right now. Yes, Tennessee will play better at home, but I'm taking the Bulldogs. All right, uh, sweet going with uh, the Bulldogs minus ten. Trev, I think the consensus round it's going to be is the line. I mean, ten's low. 
that's given Knoxville the atmosphere, and rightfully so, it is to a point, but what Tennessee team shows up? And that's where we're at in this question. And even if you have the best Tennessee that show, best Tennessee team that shows up, I don't think that we have enough cats on the field to be able to compete for four quarters with Georgia right now. We don't have the continuity on offense. We don't have the discipline on defense. I hope I'm completely wrong. I, I there's, there's a solid chance. To pe- it's pending on uh, Mama C right now and, and her, how she feels, if we're going to be there or not. But I, I think it's going to be a close game. I think that first half is going to be a battle. I think you get that home Tennessee team comes out. They get back to that identity of Jalen Wright, Dylan Sampson, Jabari Small being able to run the rock a little bit. You take those shots with Joe, get Squirrel involved, be able to make some plays happen earlier. But even at home against a top-ranked team, just like on the road against Alabama, you cannot kick field goals on the road. The way that you compete in this game and have a chance to win this game late is you got to put the ball in the end zone. And I don't have that faith in Joe, unfortunately. I think it is close, but I think 10's too low. I think Georgia pulls away late. Give me the Bulldogs. All right, Trevor, going with the dogs. Uh, so I'm, I'm curious, the uh, the engagement, you know, we talked court, uh, heard court earlier about cutting the court and challenging the uh, Tiger fans at Tiger Stadium. Uh, the Vol Nation coming off with this loss to Missouri. What, what's your what's your feel kind of being on the inside? Nealon will be rocking. I, I think Wes would agree with that. Wes can probably speak on it more than I can on it. But, I mean, that, it's a home game against – you have a chance, even after the L you took – against Missouri on the road. You have a chance to knock off the number one team in the country at home. It's going to finish under the lights. You compete early. Anything can happen in Neyland late in the game. Fans will stay. Fans are going to be rocking. It's going to be a fun atmosphere. i just worried about our dudes. Are we checkerboarding anything? I, anything I hope special? I, I hope we show up and we wear orange and white. Old school. And we show up and we, we have some continuity on offense. And we know how to get some pre-snap alignments on defense, and we tackle and we block. There you go. That's a good start. All right, tackle block. Uh, you know, it's it's rather simple game, but um, uh, I, I would love to go with the balls here, uh, but I think like the, many of us after last week, uh, after a pick'em and that display, and what we saw with Georgia, how could you not go with Georgia if we're uh, you know? Any kind of uh, competitive nature here. So uh, I like uh, the dogs too, Court. Oh, wait, no, Court already picked. I'm sorry. We go now to, my apologies. We do go to Wes, and that means Mr. Wes. I mean, it, we're going to make it a clean sweep, Georgia. Woo. Um, had, had Tennessee beat Missouri, I would say, it, I mean, it will be a raucous crowd for a little while, but they'll be. Trevor, there'll be 30, 35,000 Georgia fans in that stadium. Yeah. And it's – I feel like after last week, the fan base will show up, but we're also like, oh, God damn, here we go. Uh, I don't trust our I don't trust our offense. I, I mean, we're going to try to run the ball. This is a different damn defense in Missouri. Can we throw the ball? I don't know. Can we stop anything based off last week? Hey, uh, that's up in there, too. I, I feel like this one could get out of hand. Georgia's good. Georgia's good. Georgia is damn good. Georgia's good. So uh, we'll see. What, you know, We talked earlier. We'll see what, which Tennessee team can show up here. Um, and can they bounce back and uh, 
you know, be the team that's competitive against uh, some of the better teams, or are they the team that uh, we saw against Missouri? So we shall see. All right. Uh, so there's our pick six. Uh, recapping uh, everybody, everybody going on the dogs against Tennessee, minus 10 in Knoxville. We've got a split. Uh, let's see. Yours truly and West going with the Beavers of Oregon State, a minus two and a half against Washington. Everybody on the Missouri Tigers against Florida, minus 11 and a half. Uh, sweet is the lone Longhorn against uh, Iowa State on the road. That's fucking wild. As they uh, are favored by seven and a half. Iowa State getting seven and a half at home. I like it. Uh, let's see. In North Carolina and at Clemson, we've got Trevor and Cord with the Tar Heel Blue uh, against Clemson. Piss on devil, Getting man. points there. Uh, and then uh, yours truly, uh, the lone hurricane uh, with the pick'em, straight pick'em, essentially minus point zero five. Uh, Miami favorite against tenth rate Louisville. Uh, so I'm going with the well, I guess technically not an upset. It would be <laughs> so. Uh, so there you go. All right, uh, we we like to finish uh, each week with uh, what we learn. Uh, Trev, we'll start with you. What'd you learn today? I learned we got to figure out what the. Fuck the call this place? Join over here. Like, <laughs> I mean, it's a workshop. You know, tweet at Rantrot1. Give us your ideas. <laughs> Let us know. Not tonight. Don't wake him up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's been in bed for a couple of hours. Uh, you beat me to it. <laughs> yeah. it, is, it is a sweet spot. Uh, nah, no, it's no gorgeous, pun man. It's, it, it, it is. Seriously, no pun intended. It is a sweet Heck spot. of a man, a sweet Gabe. Spot. Appreciate you. I said no pun intended. I mean, that's, that's a, that, that ain't the sweet bad. spot. That ain't that's bad. pretty fucking solid. The sweet spot? Oh, you think that's it? The sweet, the sweet spot. spot. I mean, I think we got a leader in the clubhouse right there. <laughs> I mean, every guy I've ever known has tried to find uh, his way yeah. to the sweet spot. Uh-huh. <laughs> and it's Dreamy so Winnie One way or another. Yeah. We're just smarter than the average bear over here. All right. Uh, Cord, what did, you, what did you learn tonight? Oh. <laughs> uh, I mean, I learned that, you know, the, the I feel like my boys and the rest of the country around is are starting to realize that it, it's it's him. And and it's he is him. I tweeted it. I mean, I text y'all that 47 times the other night. I had a few cold beers in me. Um, and it reiterated it when I heard my boy uh, Wes, who's been who's been riding the Phoenix all year. Uh, come and give us his. I know, he, and he has he has pumped JD five too. I'm not gonna say that. But, Hell, um, he named the, his him, damn cat of the week after him tonight. Yeah, I know, but he's he's pumped him throughout the year too. But to just finally say, it, and, and he's was, about to be on Sports Center. Tune in now. Yeah, Jane yes, But yeah, I heard that, and uh, welcome back, Wes, and happy 37th. Uh, welcome to the club. Uh, with me, buddy, it, it, it's only downhill from here. Yeah, Honestly. I can believe it. Appreciate it, brother. All right, from one thirty-seven-year-old to another, Wes Brown. Uh, what did you learn tonight? Well, I've learned we've only got two fucking regular season games left, man. Mm. And when you stop and think about yep. it, how fast does this shit go? I mean, I, looking back on it, my time in Knoxville five years ago went by like six months. So I mean. We got to embrace it and enjoy this shit because, I mean, this is obviously – this is the best time of the year outside this fucking time change. Like, college football is the best. Somebody somebody said it the day, Wes, and it, it kind of – it it resonated with me, and I was like, that's perfect. You got two seasons, and it's waiting on football and football season. Yeah, And, and we're through football season. I mean, it's – 
college football, there's nothing better, like you said, and it goes by like that. 12 weeks is gone. Unreal. Um, well, we get to enjoy bowl season, too, and bowl rolls into the holiday season, so that's always yeah. that's always fun. You, you get, you know, it's it's December, it and you go to a holiday party, and, and you got a, a bowl game it's on. The, Christmas tree it's the solid tonight. thing, yeah. though, oh, did about you? college yeah, football, like, like oh, yeah. you know, Wes says is, you know, you look at college football, and you get, you get hype about your team every year. You know, you get that preseason, blah, 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 and you come out, say how you lay the egg or you don't lay the egg yeah. in the first week, and then you build on it, you build on it. First week, and then yeah, you go, Vanderbilt, week zero, barely beating Hawaii. <laughs> but, I mean, that that's what it is. Early. You spend, you spend <laughs> what, the majority of the year talking about how good your season's going to be, and then it's dictated like that in a couple weeks. And, and that's what's going to be so much better next year. Weeks. I mean, yeah. That's it's, so uh, much it's good next stuff. year. Next year you'll be able to sit here and, and maybe the balls have two or three losses and the Tigers have two or three losses and you're still talking about, hey, if we handle business and one or two games falls our way, we're fucking playing for a national title. 12 I can't team, wait. I can't that wait. That 12 team is going to be fucking phenomenal. I can't yeah. wait for the the late November, December, cold weather games in their home stadiums in fucking Death Valley, in awesome. Neyland. With a team now, from that across will be the country, I, I that's can imagine coming, that'll be rocking. And that's not been there before. Their fans are traveling. You're getting up. It's the week before Christmas, and you got a huge game oh to get ready to go to the next round. It, it's going to be phenomenal. It'll be fun. I mean, it's it's Easy. that I'm shit you did on like just hearing you talk. About <laughs> yeah, it's like Holy it's shit. the NCAA you football you played on. I mean, no, it's not really. Yeah, you can't beat it, man. Like, Sweet, what'd you learn tonight? Uh, Cord looks damn sexy wearing my merchandise right now. <laughs> That's all I know. I hope he's got his sweatpants off in that video right there. No. Shit, JP. Oh, hey, hey. 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 <laughs> Tilting that camera down a little bit. No, I ain't got anything witty or smart to say. Take us fucking home. Let's there go. You go. Uh, but real quick, <laughs> um, that, tw- that 12 playoff uh, conversation, just to give you an idea if it ended today what it would look like uh the the top ranked group of five right now is tulane at 24 right so they would Good be the, they would take the 12th spot so they would Best travel in louisiana they would travel to washington to take on the huskies who are They'd at number five above 50 oregon state <laughs> 11 oregon state 11 would be at oregon so we'd have the civil war oh, part two. two i mean that's the part thing. two uh, 10th ranked Louisville would travel to Texas to take on the Longhorns, and Missouri would have to go to Tuscaloosa to take on Alabama. Coach, there's only one game that I'm like, okay, I know who's winning that. Seriously. Washington. It's, it's, Washington. Tulane. Yeah, Washington. And hell, everybody, everybody wants to see Mizzou play Alabama this year. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't know. I, think, I don't think I Missouri think wants to scores. see Missouri play Alabama this yeah. year. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, um, so something we get, uh, we can look forward to, uh, coming up, uh, next year. No question about it. All right. Uh, uh sweet. Hey, thank you, sir. To, hey, uh, appreciate the, brother, sweet. the sweet spot. Yeah, sweet spot. Sweet spot. Sweet spot. Sweet spot. Oh. It's later in the clubhouse, like yeah, said. Clubhouse. It's the last one out. So, uh, we're going to go with it tonight. We're going to workshop it through the week. Workshop. All right. Uh, let's see. Uh, we've got uh, week 13 coming up. So, uh, plenty of games. Uh, let, oh, next week. It, it is Thanksgiving week next week. So, we'll um, we'll come to you at some point next week. Not sure when. Whether it's Wednesday, Tuesday, or 
I don't know. We'll figure it out. We haven't discussed it. Hang on, Cord, before you, uh, you get off so we can at least maybe have a first discussion on that. First time you can't do his fucking tagline. Yeah. Oh, you're long. Oh, hold on, hold on. Yeah. Oh, he can still do it. <laughs> he can it. still do it. He's just got to stay on. He's got to stay on, yeah. All right. Uh, for uh, for the, Boudin, uh, the, the Boudin ball himself, Cord Cole down in Baton Rouge. <laughs> <laughs> that may be my favorite. The Boudin uh, Ball. The Boudin Ball. That's better than Raging Cajun, though, isn't it, Cord? I do. I would much rather. The Boudin Ball. ball. Yeah, yeah, the Boudin Ball. That's right. Yeah, you call me a Man, I'm telling you, I'll be honest with you. Since last week, since you mentioned about those um, boneless chicken wings or deboned chicken wings stuffed with Boudin, with uh, yeah, pepper jack Boudin, I haven't stopped thinking about that food. So... Um, Wes, just glad to have you back, buddy. That sounds like some gnarly farts, though. Happy, happy, that's all I'm Got it. <laughs> happy birthday, Wes. I know how Thank you know when brownie. 37. Don't have corn in them. 37 years young. Uh, God bless. I should have known better. Get off the air. Sweet, uh, the sweet spot hosting this week. We appreciate you, buddy. Trev McAnally. Hope the lady is uh, feeling better. I'm Jack Clan. We'll talk to you next week.